0: Um, uh, um, um, Deo uh, for those readings. As I wrote this talk, uh, with blood, sweat and tears, I had gospel, I had um, 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 um Godspell blaring out from my CD player and Sophie turning over our v- veg patch ready for next year, like an episode from The um, Good Life. It all feels very 40 years ago. As I watch Sophie doing this heavy lifting and the leaves fallen now, I am struck by what an amazing time and opportunity autumn is. This is the season where we see everything dying back, day shortening, and we remember loss, especially in the church, through these weeks we've had of All Saints and All Souls and Remembrance Sunday. But this Sunday feels different. We start to turn our heads from what was, and we dare to look at what might be. The second Sunday before Advent is the catchy name the church gives today. I'll call it Preparing the Way. Just as gardeners, now I hesitate to put Sophie and I in that bracket just yet, see autumn as a season of preparation. Clearing out, cutting back, feeding the soil, planting seeds, Pre- preparation for new growth, new life, for spring uh, that we know will come. So, we too, as a church community, can start to do some of this. This week, your wardens, Jif and Joy, and I were looking at our mission action plan. A very exciting document, I can tell you. This is something that you did as a church community in 2016. And it expires this year. And you've done an amazing job. The priorities you set then were improving the interior of the building. And I believe that's where the creche and the prayer room came from. An amazing Um, asset to the church interior, creating a welcoming and supportive environment. And uh, I know that we certainly felt very welcomed when we arrived here at St. Luke's. And as part of that, uh, there was the newcomers meeting, which we were very much looking forward to joining into. And then lockdown happened. So We've also set up the inclusion group to help us to concentrate on what uh, that welcoming and supportive environment could be. And thirdly, you identified extending our social and spiritual mission locally and globally. But now, but now we need to look at who we are in 2020. What might we prune and where might we put the fertilizer to help us to grow? Our gospel reading today is all about this too. Yes it is, or I think it is. It's a strange one, I think, but we can take something from it and not just sympathy for and fear that we might be that for third servant or slave it comes right at the end of Matthew's account of the life of Jesus the Tuesday or Wednesday before Easter in fact Jesus knows the end of his time with his friends is drawing near and one of his friends asks him the question What will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? It's obviously a very complex question because Jesus then enters into a large discourse covering three pages in my Bible. Near the end of this, we find the story of the talents when he had moved on to saying what the kingdom of heaven is like. So I think the talents is a last message to his friends about growing growing the kingdom of heaven. A talent, as Charlie said, was a huge sum of money. Charlie said 15 years. My book said 20 years. Either way, it's a massive amount of money. So today, for the average London salary, that would equate to about £600,000. So five talents would be £3 million in today's money but I don't think Jesus was necessarily talking about money here. But he was saying that they had been given something of great worth to manage, to work, to use. The servants do this, two of the servants do this, and the third buries his 600,000 in the ground because he is afraid. Burying valuable stuff in the ground to protect it is quite a normal thing, especially in times gone by. Indeed, I am reading two books at the moment, uh, the wonderful C.J. Sampson's Shardlake series of books set in Tudor, uh, London, when people would often bury to prevent theft, and the equally wonderful Michael McGeer, uh, his book, Books That Saved My Life where he references Nelson Mandela burying the draft of his manuscripts in the vegetable garden of the prison to keep them safe from the prison warders. And I seem to remember Samuel Pepys buried his Parmesan cheese because he valued that so much. Uh, Our story in Matthew, however, is different. The fear that gripped the servant in our story was debilitating. It stopped any of the talent being used as if it were never there in the first place, whereas the protection in Tudor times and in Mandela's case was so that the objects of worth could be used at a later date. I believe that it is not too much of a leap to suggest uh, that we here at St. Luke's have been trusted with a responsibility of tremendous worth. We are tasked with being church in this place. So what does that mean? I would say that we are tasked to build the kingdom of God in our little bit of London and in the communities where we live. There is something about this time of COVID that drains us of hope, a bit like the Dementors in Harry Potter. COVID can install a sense of fear in us, so fearful that we end up doing nothing, desperate to protect what we have. Kingdom building is needed now more than ever to give us back that hope to free us from that fear and I think going forward that must be central to our mission plan now but how everything we do can be a witness to God's kingdom so how do we narrow this down into something that can be achieved too much doing spreads too thinly can have the same effect as burying it in the ground. Nothing is achieved. It would be very helpful to know what it is about kingdom building that excites you. I know what excites me. I put it in the annual report, young people and families' uh, health and well-being, debt counselling, helping those marginalized by our society but I'm interested in what excites you let me know please we need to build a new mission action plan that will help to shape our community, the direction that we travel in for the next three years, what is it that you really want to invest in to invest your time, your energy, the best of you, and yes, your money as well. We are a community that works at its best when we travel together as one, freed from fear and those things that bind us, open to change and making the most of the new opportunities that God puts in our way. Our poem today reminded us that nothing gold will last, but as we see the leaves fall, the flowers die. We know that work is now to be done, so that come spring all will be more radiant, more abundant, perhaps, than we ever felt possible. So, in those memorable words from Godspell, and I believe from Matthew's Gospel, it is time for us all to prepare the way of the Lord. Amen.